Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. The base medrash on Shavuos. I don't. Each one said different things. I don't want to push them together. I just want to comment on on a, on, on this related sugya as follows. The Gemara describes, the Gemara Makkas that we learned that speaks about the, tipsh, the tipshus, the foolishness of Sharenshi. It says, Kama tipshoi Sharenshi, how foolish people are, that they stand up for the Torah and they don't stand up for the learners of Torah. And it calls it a tipshus, a foolishness, that they stand up for Torah and not the learner of Torah. And the Ran Arishain asks that what's the foolishness? Torah is more important to stand up for. That's Mivur in the Gemara Kedushin. The Gemara says the very source that we stand up for the Torah is the Pasuk says, stand up for a learner of Torah. And if you stand up for a learner of Torah, certainly you stand up for the Torah. So the Kalvachimah shows us, Ben, that Torah is more important. If you stand up for the learner, certainly you stand up for Torah. Torah is more important. So the question is, what's the tipshus? What's the foolishness of people? There's a question I danced around and, and in my eyes answered not properly. I want to try after Shavuos to tell you an answer that's, that's hitting me, that I'm curious what the Olam thinks. To this bomb kasha, what's the stupidity of people that they stand up for Torah? They're wrong. They're breaking a pasuk v'adarta pnei zaken, but why are they stupid? What's the tipshos of standing up for Torah? The opposite would be tipshos. If you stood up for a learner of Torah and not the Torah, you're breaking the kalvachimer. You stand up for a learner, not the Torah. For Torah and not a learner of Torah, you seem to be pretty smart. You stood up for the more important thing, Torah. Okay, you didn't stand up for a learner. You're wrong, but what's the tipshos? To analyze this question, we have to read the Gemara more carefully. And the Gemara says something interesting. The Gemara says that why, why is it a tipshus? Because the Torah says that a person who does a say, it says, Arbaim Yakenu, smack him 40 times. It says to lash him 40, to 40 lashes. Arbaim Yakenu, bemisper Arbaim Yakenu. Comes the Chazal. And they say, no, hit him 39. They say a wild shot in the Pasuk, the number that brings you to 40, not 40, Ben. So the Torah says 40, and the Chazal say hit him only 39 times. And by the way, if you hit him a 40, if you chay Malkus, ironically, because La Yosef, Pentosef La Kaisei Maka Rabba, Zagamaru Maka, if Bezdin hits a guy one extra time, they're chay Malkus, ironically. So the Torah says, and Chazal remarkably say, no, it means 39. Says the Gemara, so how stupid you don't stand up to me the Chaman. Nice drasha, pat on the back, pretty cool. You helped us any sinner out, we get 39, not 40. But what, what are Chazal saying? What's the tipshus? What's the stupidity? I want to share, I'm excited, Yaakov's here. I'm curious, like, if, if this, it's, it's striking me as pshat. Funny to say striking when you're talking about Marcus, but it's striking me as pshat. And I wonder the stupidity to say it, we've danced around it, to say it better and sharper. 
This is what I wonder the stupidity is. Because they have to find what's the stu- what a Chazal, they're saying something. There's a stupidity. You stand up a Torah, not the learner of Torah. Why is that stupid? Torah is more important. And what are they saying? The Torah said 40 and Chazal say 39. But why is that? Where does that tap into the stupidity of standing up for Torah, not Chazal? Ophir, what I think, and perhaps Arya. Yes, Arya. Zero. Zero. The Gemara says it. The Gemara in Marcus, when it says the stupidity of standing up for Torah, not Tamil Cham, the Gemara says, the Torah says, Arboim Yakenu and Chazal say 39. So you're stupid not to stand up for them. I mean, they helped us out, Chazal. They minus one lash if you're in trouble. But what's the stupidity, Bensi? Ari, the Gemara says, like, this the Gemara says, Ari, the Gemara says the stupidity of not standing up, Chazal, the tipshus, the foolishness, is the Torah said 40 and Chazal said 39. What's happening, Matt? What's hitting me is as follows. This is what this, I, and I, and I, you'll, it's so important that it's hitting me for the very, there's like Himat and Animatopia. Because what's hitting me is the etzem vert. It's very, very... What? Word of the day. Amazing. <laughs> well, we did it already. You can't repeat word of the day. The show will work. It's not a good thing. What's hitting me, what's hitting me and what's very important about Torah, and it's an amazingly delicate balance that we spend our life on, Matt, and this is a complicated part of learning... Is Torah, it's funny, it ties to our conversation yesterday, Doobie. Torah is both what it says here and how you perceive what it says here. What's amazing about Torah is you matter. It's, it's so fascinating. What's, ama- what's, what's inherent in Torah, we have a whole Shas, Beishamai Beishilo. Shamai holds this and... To ask, it, to ask it in this way, like, to, to bring out this point, this, did Shammai ever look at the Gemara and say, you know, I changed my mind, I really, maybe, maybe I'm not right. Forever, Shammai is frozen in the Gemara. Did he ever reanalyze? Shammai and Hillel, there's something about who Shammai is that the perfect Shammai is supposed to see it. Forever he sees it that way. In Shamayim, does Shamayim like now see it Hillel's way? Did, did they find, and to, to say it this way, they, they duked it out in the base Medrash. Neither one showed the proof. So how does it say Shamayim holds? Maybe Hillel's way. You couldn't, you couldn't slug up Hillel. So maybe go like Hillel. Hillel, you couldn't slug up Shamayim. So maybe Shamayim's right. Yet forever, Hillel, in the Gemara, Abaya says, Abaya still says, there. The Gemara remains, Abaya says, so he's still saying. The Gemara describes in Gittin how there were shittas and they called them up to ask their shittas. They asked in Shemayim and Hashem said the two shittas. The two shittas remain their shittas. Maybe in Shemayim, maybe one changed his mind, decided to see it the other way. The perf Shammai sees it his way means that when you have the trunus of Shammai, this is the truth you're supposed to see. Shammai still sees it that way. And Shammai is supposed to see it that way. And Abaya, being in Abaya, the truna and the Nikud Abaya has about him, he's, it's Torah. 
Each one is the words of Hashem. Think about the Gemara and Gittin. The Gemara says on the Machlaikis, Both sides are the words of Hashem. But they argue on each other. They said the opposite. Yet both of their words are the words of Hashem. How could that be? It means Hashem constructed a human who's supposed to see the Torah with his perspective. And that's how Hashem spoke to us. That when Abayah sees this, this is what he'll say. And when Rabba sees it being Rabba, this is what he'll say. And I want both opinions. I want, and both are Torah. Abayah and Rabba are Torah. It's always fast and you think in Shas, like... Minus out all the opinions. We don't Pascha like. No, no, Hillel and Shammai. Shammai remains in David forever. Abaya, not just the Yal Kigam, the times he Paskin remains in Shas forever. Forever, Abaya's opinions Torah, and it matters. And we study it. And you have to make Birchasat Torah to study Abaya's words forever. Abaya matters forever which says to us something very, very deep and profound, is that Torah is, what's, what, is the Dvar Hashem, but how the person perceives it, the person being honest and being real with themselves, minusing their biases, is part of Torah. So the perception of the human is part of Torah. Hashem said, Arbaim Yakenu, and came Chazal and say it means 39. They looked at those Psukim. So I ask you, where is the Torah? So you stand up for the Torah, not the learner. You don't understand that he's part of Torah. You stand up for Torah. And by the way, Torah is more than the learner. Torah starts the process. But the learner is part of Torah. The Torah said 40, yet we only lash 39. If you lash 40, Yechayim Malkus. <laughs> So it's very evident that the learner of Tyre is part of Tyre. You, you, it's chaser what you, what you stood up for said to hit him 40. We don't hit 40. His drush is very part of Tyre. And, 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 you're, and, and standing up for Tyre would obviously demand to stand up for Tyre. And the learner of Tyre is very obviously part of the Tyre experience. Tyre is not this book that, and then the person just is mevap himself to the book, the person takes, and certainly we want to take Chachmas and put it in our brain. And there's something called biases, inappropriate biases. It's, it, it's dizzying to me because there are people that put their agendas in Torah and don't honestly ask what's Hashem saying to me. But in that honest way of asking what Hashem's saying, it does matter when you're honest and I'm honest, we'll have different perspectives based on who we are. And that's part of Torah and supposed to be part of Torah. There's Abaya and Rabbah. There's Shammai and Hillel. And as such, the learner of Torah is very part of Torah. Is very, very part of Torah. The learner of Torah. And standing up for Torah, not the learner, is a tetris, a foolishness, not to understand that the learner of Torah matters and is part of Torah. That's a tipshus, that's a foolishness. He's obviously part of Torah. It says 40, we hit 39. Anybody who studied Torah itself and understands how Torah works, man's perspective is part of this. That, that idea that man's perspective matters, how you see it matters. We spoke about Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, the word oiz, boy oiz, that it matters the svara of man that it matters the drasha of man. 
the, the marshal that was given over Shavuos, that Yaakov brought out over Shavuos, and I'm not putting this point on him, but the, the, the drush of Chazal, the Torah said, a Mayavi cannot marry a Yid. Comes Chazal, it's like shocking, and there were people who said, okay, so a girl's out. And Chazal said, no, it's a man, not a girl. That's how we see it. That's amazing. That's amazing. The Torah said that they're precluded, that, that Mayav's precluded. Amin and Mayav cannot marry in. They're not welcome in. Comes Chazal, and they understand that Hashem means the males, not the females. That's incredible. And Bayaz goes, by eyes, there's eyes, there's Torah in him. And I like that it's by eyes, there's Torah in him. I want to say that the man, it's a tremendous chiddush that a human being's drasha, and he lived his life with the drasha of a human being. By eyes, there's Torah in him. By eyes, eyes is Torah, Hashem eyes la'am But by eyes, there's Torah in him. Somebody who lived his life and made a decision that affected his, his eternity. Remember the other guy who remains anonymous. Didn't see Tyre in him. Whoa, the Tyre says, not Mayav. The other guy was afraid. I'm not marrying her. It's too scary and risky. Chazal made a drush. Whoa, whoa. The Tyre says, I'm not going near this one. Picture the other fellow. There was a debate. The other guy says, I'm not touching this. No way. Do you see what it says in the Torah? It says, this nation can never marry a Yid. Bayez says, come learn with me. Bayez made the drasha. Bayez, the chazal. Bayez is part of chazal. It's daring. It's an audacity. It's, the other guy said, I'm not touching this. But Bayez, there's Torah in him. He learned the Torah and said, Hashem means only the males, not the females. He darshaned the Torah. He darshaned. And his perspective on what the Torah is saying matters a lot. And it mattered l'halacha. I like, I like what Bensi's asking, and I admit, I want to admit that it presents a lot of questions in my mind, because we go with Rishonim. Today, do we, we accept the Achreinim? There's still Makaminiach. There's very much a place for us in our Svara. How that works, that we don't argue on Rishonim. Let's say I feel my perspective's different than a Rishonim. What the words, the words of Rishonim to us, we will makabal as Divrei Torah. We don't say my perspective is different than the Torah perspective in Torah. How that works, when, at what point, these are questions that we accept as an Ummah, we accepted the words of Rishonim as part of the Torah. But by the way, how you learn Rashi and your perspective on Rashi, you're the only one who has your perspective on what Rashi is saying, and we duke it out what Rashi means. But that we've accepted the Divrei Rashi as the words of Torah, that's clear. We've accepted, there's a Tumim, I always say the Tumim in Simen Lamedalad. And this is like fascinating, the Tumim says, on a Rav Yosef Cairo, he says a Pshat, the Tumim, Rav Yonason Aibshet says a Pshat on a Mechaber, and he says, I don't, he says that I have, he says even if the Mechaber would come, he has such a Lushen, and say that's not what he meant, I have every bit of right to say Pshatim in his words as he does. Because we accepted his words as Torah. They become part of our Torah. 
So then, the, but your perspective very much matters. What are those words of Torah saying? That's wild that his words become Torah. And how that works, whose words, when does Klai Yisrael accept somebody's words as Torah? But at the point that those words are part of Torah, so, but your perspective certainly matters. You have to, work, you have to study the Divrei Torah and what they're saying. So this, this part that a person and his perspective very much matters, I can imagine that debate between Bayez and his cousin is wild. The cousin said, I'm not touching this. The Torah said, Bayez, I know the Torah said, but I'll tell you what it means. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Bayez, in him is power, in him is Torah. He, he chaps that the perspective of a human being, the drush of Chazal, that's part of Torah. The other guy said, I'm not touching this. He refused to marry. We don't know his name. He didn't marry her. He said, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and Bayaz didn't say, I don't know. He said, I do know. Thank you, Rebbe. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Shia Yaakov. That was it. Thank Yaakov. I'm only studying myself. I'm probably not saying it fully right. I'm saying what I'm saying the eyes that's in me. Something felt missing. Yeah. Yeah, the human perspective matters. It's dizzying because we've all seen perversions of tyrant to, to figure out unhealthy biases. There's the healthy truths, and we know when we're pursuing the healthy truths, and we know we have to call out, like anything, unhealthy biases is, is not tchunais, and not, that, that's a healthy place to come from. What it appears, the truth is to me, when we have reasons we want to say a certain thing, and things were matir, so that's not what we think, and that's not, that's a dishonesty. But an honest look of things, we'll see it different. All of us have had chavrusas, and we've all seen svarim that duke it out. We've seen Shammai and Hillel, we've seen Taisvis and Rashi, we've seen Apnei Shu and Rekiv Hager, we've seen Tumahal and Asugya, of Two people being honest, who they see it different ways, and and this the fascinating debate between Bayez and his cousin. It's very moving that his cousin has no name. <laughs> you have no assertion of self when you didn't when you didn't realize you have an opinion entirely. You don't have your name, and that's that's he doesn't have a name. Is very very exact, and Bayez's name is Bayez is called Bayez. There's Tyra in him. Somebody. Wow. So, there's not, I'm just repeating over. I'm repeating over. So I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but again, again, if it's your perspective, so then you could claim it as your own. Also, I've said, I've said in the past. I've asked the Kasha that made me wonder, and I wonder that it ties into this. I have seen this in the Pnei Yeshua. I quoted the Pnei Yeshua. I'm curious, Bensi Momo. I'm curious you've ever welcome Momo. I'm curious, Momo, you've ever seen this. Momo, have you ever seen an Achrein? I've seen the Pnei Yeshua do it. Say a Chiddush and say, Achakach Matsasi. Afterwards, I found it in a Rishain. He says, Samachti. So I was wondered, so why doesn't he just quote the Rishain? Why doesn't he quote the Rishain? Like, what's his, is the, is the, why didn't he quote the Rishain? Like, you found it, so that's it, so quote the Rishain. Somehow there's an important Adgasha that I want you to know. This is my own, that I thought this way. I don't know if you're supposed to, because, because you're supposed to have a perspective. It's not about quoting who's... Now, if, if a Rishan, then you say, I saw in the Rishan, you say your journey towards it. But if he had the own svara, so it's supposed to be your perspective. He doesn't, not just doesn't apologize, he doesn't change the history of it that he said a svara, as you're supposed to. 
Good, you have a supportive Rishon, Samachti, that a Rishon says like me and my perspective is validated. Samachti, but they don't change it. You would think once he saw it, he would change it. They don't. But I wanted to share this. I don't know if it ties in. There's a Mishnah Brewer that we've learned before. I don't want to stop this, and I don't think it's... I, it's not exact. I, I have to wonder if this ties in. I asked Rai Shapiro this. It could, I'm going to ask the Chavra, does it tie in? It seems related to me. A halacha that I've studied before that I never was yoyed might fit right here, Matt, is the halacha is that if a person... In, in, a zakein walks on the street. We know it's a mitzvah daraisa, vashava saveda. And a zakein walks on the street and he finds a pair of sacks. So we know amazingly, he doesn't return them. It's beneath his dignity. Now it's a pella, pigam in his covered. Are you kidding me? It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. It's the Torah. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. Ashava saveda. And yet it's beneath his dignity that don't do the mitzvah. It's doich and a mitzvah. Now it almost looks funny. The man's covered is doich and a mitzvah. It's in the Torah. We're born, our life is to do mitzvahs. Almost if it would be a pigam in the mitzvah, so you don't do the mitzvah. Because you're doing a mitzvah. It's a pigam in him. I'm, almost, I'm wondering, Hever, that a pigam in you is felt you're part of the mitzvah. Any tzivuy of the Torah matters. You, you're part of it. So pigam in you. It's, it's not a separate, it's not you're over the mitzvah, you're part of a mitzvah, Sashem. It's a pigam in you. Now, the Mishabura asks a stira, just to, I don't want people to learn the wrong Allah, the Mishabura asks a stira, because he brings him the Chavis Yoyer, that if you're preparing for Shabbos, you're not allowed to say, it's beneath my dignity. You sweep the floor and mop and cut, cook the fish, malach shibuta, and you're not allowed to say, so the Chavis Yaris is a covet. I don't do the mitzvah. Hilchas Shabbos, I still do it. And he explains that by Hilchas Shabbos, everybody knows why you're sweeping the Shabbos Kodesh. So it's not a pigam. Zehu kvaidcha. Don't say layefkam bekvaidi ki zehu kvaidcha. It's not a lowering of your stature. You're doing a mitzvah. It's fakir. It's a bump in your stature. So because everybody knows you're doing for Shabbos when you return in Aveda, people don't know why you're carrying socks in the street. They think you're stam lost your mind. So that's what the Chavis Yair says. But what comes out of the Chavis Yair is if it tackles a decrease in covered, then the person b'shev altas and not b'kum doesn't do the mitzvah. That seems so odd. I mean, there's a mitzvah. Where is your honor? But according to what we're saying, that the Torah includes the learner of Torah. So it's not one thing being daich the other. There's a pikamen covered here of the Torah and the learner. Because there's one sugi of Torah, so then don't do a mitzvah at the expense. Then Sheval Tasa. You're doing Tzivi Hashem, you're making a pagam in the, in, in, the, in the mitzvah because the person is part. So I wonder if this sugi connects to that sugi. I wonder, I don't want to stop, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that and I want to share that halacha, which is a true halacha. But this, this idea that the learner of Torah and the perspective of the learner of Torah, how much it matters, the learner of Torah's perspective, is something that was uh, discussed beautifully in the Beis Medrash that I want to after Shavuos. That's not a side cute vert about some topic. That's, we're talking about a Chag where we celebrated Kabbalah Satira and how part 
of the Kabbalah Satyra is the learner of Tyra, how far that goes, and what that means, Hashem oiz he gave us Tyra, I think it like redefines what that means he gave us Tyra. Not like some safer chutz from us. He, he gave it to us means that the learner of Tyra is part of Tyra. He gave it to us. There's just what it means, like just to process what it means. He gave Hashem oiz and He gave us Tyra. Did he hand us like you hand somebody, you say, you know, they give out, they have a chumish party and little kids and you hand them a Tyra. It's deeper. You, in that, you're really doing that with that kid. When you hand them the Torah, it's not like, oh, beautiful Chumash. It's beautiful kid and beautiful. You're telling him, <laughs> you're not just handing him a Sefer. You're telling, it's a whole different perspective. When a guy comes to Shear, you're not like handing him the very Torah. It's interesting. Shavuos night, I wanted to do something because of this, and I didn't. I, we weren't Zaycha, but I, instead, during the, the Shear, it was much more the Ilam. I wanted the guys to prepare Tyra first, and then we'll say a Shear on the Inyan, because I wanted the guys to have an opinion on it. Instead, we didn't say a Shear. Instead, the Ilam, we, we just did the first part. Together, people tumbled and said different opinions on Tyra. But I wanted to share that sugya. I think it, it gives us a much be- deeper understanding of Kabbalah Satira, of the Chiddush of giving humanity Tyra, of the angels protest, they're protesting the giving of Tyra. I think much more is clarified when we get what that means, that you gave man Tyra. I think a lot more is clarified in hearing that. So I wanted to thank the, the speakers that shared that, that enlightened us like that over Shavuos and share that, share that with the Chevra. As Hashem so why are they tipshim? Why are they tipshim? Why what? According to that, the t- according to that, the tipshus is it would be a foolishness to stand up for one part of Torah and not another part of Torah. He's saying, why are they fools? Because the learner of Torah is part of Torah, so it doesn't slug up the Kalvachaymer. It actually works that it doesn't slug up the Kalvachaymer because the Torah is the originator. But there's, that, that's not un, that's a tip, just not understanding he's part of Torah too. You, you're literally not understanding what Torah means and how it works. It's not just he learns to, he's part of the Torah press. The Torah said our bum, and they said 39, and we do 39. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what would be like much, that's the concept in a much deeper way than just he knows what it says near. No, no, no. He has a perspective on what it, he brings out. He's Ashlama. He's part of the Torah. Yeah. Very good. When we say something, he's a walking save of Torah. It's a different understanding than the guy who just knows information, wrote it down. Could you do Hashem Oiz, Matt? You play, you've played that before. We didn't even sing that once over Shavuos. I remember Matt has played it for us before. That very good, very good, very good. The Tana Shalach Sanai, yeah. Loi Bashamaymi, that's the Chayr.
I thought I couldn't remember the song. That was the tune. I kept doing Nar Hayisi because the Hybers are Shem Oiz La'amitim. But this song would have been more exact. Shem Oiz La'amitim, Hashem Yivarech Sa'amay Basholim. What? Which word? <laughs> Made you smile this year. <laughs> Two years ago. Another Varmus song, another Varmus song. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.